0: You're listening to the Weekly Wrap-Up on Sprott Money News.
1: Well, greetings once again from Sprott Money News at com. It is Friday, December the 8th, 2017. This is your Weekly Wrap-Up. I'm your host, Craig Hemke, and joining us as usual this morning is Eric Sprott. Eric, good day.
0: Hey, Craig, happy to be with you. Uh, Not a very great week for us. Uh, More of the same, and uh, let's start talking about it.
1: More of the same, that definitely sounds, uh, that's going to be the refrain we hit here, I I think, uh, basically as we begin to wrap up. But as we begin, I want to point out, of course, it is December. We are getting close to the holiday season. Do not forget that your perfect gift for your loved ones can be found in the 2017 holiday catalog from SprottMoney.com. It's on the site. Go there and check it out. Eric, um, another, I guess we've only seen this, uh, what, maybe a thousand times Big buildup <laughs> in speculator long positions that, uh, the, the cartel, the, the bullion banks hold price at a key technical indicator, like the 200 day moving average. They finally smash price through there and then the flush begins. And here we are again.
0: Sure. And I, I did read on your website, actually uh, the article you did about that. And I uh, totally concur with it. And that's the really the odd thing that, uh, we've never seemed to be able to get that uh, large short position down. And, uh, It just shows that they have control of the market. They can move it at will. There's never really, you know, it's not associated with any in particular, and it wouldn't matter whether the dollar was going up or down or whatever. Uh, Whatever their purpose is, uh, they get there. And and I guess I sort of subscribe to the thesis in the article that you wrote on your own website that uh, once they can cover this, we probably will find a trade below here. Uh, it was interesting that the stocks were kind of hanging in yesterday with uh, with that big decline in the gold price. And that's typically a sign that, you know, the, the people know that the turn is coming. So let's hope that it comes. Uh, now, when you look back, it's been horrible, the fact that um, we've lost all our gain in silver. I mean, how, you know, I think we've gone all these 12 months, we've lost all our gain. It's uh, It's been tough. But uh, we have things that will happen here shortly that I think... Uh, can change things rather quickly.
1: Yeah, and to that end, I know it's frustrating to see silver flat on the year, actually down now a couple, a couple, maybe one percent. Um, I want to, I want to kind of run this past you, though. Uh, you know, we've, we, we know silver. The whole above ground stock is maybe, well, if it's sixteen dollars an ounce, we're talking sixteen billion dollars. And I want people to think about the massive capital rush that's gone into Bitcoin just in the last month or so. At some point whether it's an 18 or 19 or whatever, there's going to be a massive capital rush into gold and silver as well. And it's going to make 2010 and 11 uh, look like a sideshow, like a prelim. Uh, Do you agree with that idea with all of the cash that's been created around the world by these central banks? At some point, it's going to come rushing into the precious metals and then it's all no holds barred?
0: Absolutely. And in fact, uh, to that end, I mean, there's been some studies, I think, by the it was by the New York Fed suggesting that inflation isn't 2%, it's more like 3 which both, I think both those numbers are a joke anyway. Um, but I think people can sense that it's the sloshing of money around that's moving things, and therefore uh, physical commodities uh, would share in that. And of course, there's there are analogies between gold and Bitcoin in the sense that the Bitcoin owner doesn't like uh, fiat currency, the Bitcoin owner doesn't like commercial banks. And I think that those are both things that uh, most of us precious metals owners own. Uh, I've said before uh, on this program that uh, uh, when some of these people decide that they're going to cash in, they're where are they going to put their money? We're talking about large amounts of money now. You know, what do we got? We're we up to 400 billion or maybe even bigger than that in uh, cryptocurrencies. So some people are going to be selling here and they're going to look for a place to put it. It won't take much to, uh, to move things around in the precious metals market because it's a pretty tight market right now. Uh we haven't even got into what's going on in the Comex in the sense that all these contracts that get pushed over to London all the time and they're huge amounts every day. I mean it's almost inexplicable that uh that that, they can actually get those deliveries in London. But so anything can can sort of blow this thing up at any time.
1: Yeah, it certainly seems that way. And again, we are, in in a sense, just repeating the same pattern of the last couple of years, Eric. We've got tax loss selling in the shares, uh, pushing the HUI and, and the other GDX down to lows for the year. And we've also got this washout in both uh, the speculator positions in both gold and silver, driving them down to lows. But again, it's just like 15 and 16, where the lows came in immediately following the Fed meeting that raised rates. Is there any reason in your mind why... 2018 can't then begin just as those same way 16 and 17 did.
0: No, I think there's uh, lots of good reason. Of course, the, the tax law selling is probably going to be by far the most important thing because once you take the lid off, I mean, any net buying that comes in the stocks go crazy. So I think that's important. I think if people um, realize that a Fed rate isn't in the end of the world, and none of them have been so far, uh, and or if maybe the data, uh, doesn't continue to confirm uh, that we're going to have this robust economy that everybody dreams dreams about. Even though Middle America is getting passed over here, um, that yes, it, again after the rate increase, a goal I would think on on odds on favor is going to go up from here. So, and of course, the thing about the stocks is they can rally so hard. I mean, I think it was two years ago we saw what 160% rally in about four or five months. So. That was uh, pretty spectacular, and uh, I don't remember the extent of this year's rally. You probably do better than I do, but uh, there were lots of stocks that were, were running real fast at the beginning of the year.
1: Well, and and I would say there's I've been trying to warn folks on my site this week. You know, it's kind of like Bitcoin. You know, if you weren't buying it back when it was fifty dollars or five hundred dollars, probably not too excited about buying at five thousand, and you've missed this little run that it's had or tremendous run that it's had and the same thing could be said for the stocks and for the metals right we saw that in 2016 that huge run to begin the year of uh two three hundred percent but a lot of folks missed it because they were too afraid or scared out of the market uh at those lows in december 15 i mean you could make the same case here now you got to be in to win right
0: And there's so many other events going on in the world and can change the outlook for gold so quickly. I mean, I just think of this whole Middle Eastern thing and the utter chaos going on over there. I look at the the chaos in the political situation in the U.S. And, oh, it's just there's so many things that all of a sudden could break. was the fact that the the, the Bank of Japan and, and the and the EU pull back and their buying of uh, securities. Wow, can, can things change but We saw, for example, the the equivalent of the fangs in China fell ten percent in the last two weeks. I mean this market can break at any time here. And I, I think uh, I see you know see all these studies where you know the only thing that's happened in the last few years is multiple changes because earnings really have hardly improved at all. Um so, you know, it's we're in a very vulnerable stock market and bond market for that matter. So we could easily see huge shifts of money uh, that would would uh, find precious metals to be quite rewarding.
1: Yeah, and as we said, it would make uh, 2010 and 11 just look like a warm-up if suddenly billions of dollars were looking for gold and silver exposure and uh, came flowing into that market, could really put the banks on their heels. And that's obviously what we're looking for and uh, hoping for in 2018. But, uh, Eric, we're not quite there yet. we got to get through next week with the FOMC. Uh, any other thoughts uh, before we get to that and uh, have to deal with it next week?
0: Not really, I just you know it 's funny I, I said to you earlier uh, before we went on air here that uh, i've sort, of, sort of been a little immune from some of the damage because of my involvement in some of these stocks that have done well, and I wish I could be more sensitive, but you know when you 're right when you look at the UE index i mean here it's it's basically hitting a new low, which is very, very disappointing, considering we got the, went through the whole damn year with all sorts of reasons why uh, gold should rally here, and uh, unfortunately the the cost, the commitment of the traders really didn't correct itself the last time down. So here we are with one last flush. So let's hope that uh, it is a great time to buy within the next week here. And uh, we'll see some excitement going into uh, the beginning of the year.
1: Yep. And uh, those great stories that you've talked about that are based down in Australia, you've got your finger on the pulse of those. And it's always valuable to hear from you regarding that. And I think 2018 is going to be an exciting year. So uh, with that, my friend... Uh, we'll put you back to work on this uh, Friday morning, and we'll look forward to talking to you again next week.
0: Okay, all the best, Greg.
1: And to everyone uh, out there listening, thank you for listening from all of us at BroughtMoneyNews Money News and com. Have a great weekend.